Hello. Hello. And welcome to Chica Chat with two healthy chicas. I'm Des. And I'm Becky. And this is the pod all about two lifelong friends on a journey to health, wellness, and joy. Yes. If you want to learn and share and feel loved, this is the place for you. So grab yourself a margarita and some chips and guac. And the feelings. And good times. Yeah. And on this episode, we'll be chatting about us ladies, the chicas, the jefas, you know. Mujeres. Yeah. (laughs) The boss ladies, the ladies. And it's Women's History Month. Woo hoo for us ladies. But at the same time, we have to have a month because there's not a lot of history about us. <laughs> because it's not in any of the books. <laughs> exactly. And you have, so you have a daughter in high school and you have a daughter in middle school. Yeah. And um, kind of talk to me, like, what is it like having <laughs> two daughters that you want to have take over the world and with a lack of history accessible to them. <laughs> right. Um, it's so funny because right before this, I asked my seventh grader, I said, what's, cause she's home from school today, staff, staff day. And I said, um, what's your favorite like women's history story? And she's like, I hate history. <laughs> I said, and I said, probably cause there aren't any women in it. And it's so funny because I hate, hated history class. And I feel like that is partially why, because there's the lack of, it's just the same stories over and over. And I have nothing against the stories. I'm just saying, add more, add more individuals, add more uh, variety, add more inclusion. Like it's just, it's so stale. Yes. Yes. And if I can put like a plug, so uh, Netflix, Ali Wong, uh, Don Wong. I mean, if you want to laugh your ass off. And oh, Ali totally Wong is great. Yes, uh, totally from the female. But like, she, totally like comedy from the female perspective. Right. Um, but like, she makes a point to like one time. Do you know how much more successful I would be if I had a wife? <laughs> <laughs> oh, totally. I've said forever. We all I'm like, there. I don't. Yeah. Right? Doing I've said that work. forever. I'm like, I don't want a husband. I want a wife. Are you kidding me? <laughs> oh my God. So that's what it and and I do, you know what I mean? There are like, you know, Eleanor Roosevelt is one that just comes to mind off the top of my head that Teddy Roosevelt would have not been the man that he was. He would have not have made the changes than Eleanor Roosevelt. You know what I mean? Right. Like you know rest in peace rbg like she's got to be on like another level of heaven for the shit that she did for us ladies like thank you lord for her like yeah and i mean i hope and i pray and specifically like i remember too like history was an eye roll throughout Mm -hmm. you know what i mean elementary junior high high school and in college, I finally got to take uh, Latin American or exactly uh, right, you know, yeah. Latin American history, Mexican history, and then like I was like, oh, okay, I feel more connected to this. But still, it was even though it was culturally focused, it was still mm-hmm. very male focused for sure. Yeah, and I took um, I took Native American history, and the same thing, like still, you know, like more connected. But again, there like. It's so funny because when you had suggested like, you know, it's Women's History Month, which I know that it is because I do social media for my nonprofit. 
um, when you're, you're like, yeah, let's like share our favorite stories. I'm like, I don't know if I have any, like, I just was like, I don't like, there aren't any like that are jumping out of, out at me when I think of how I've been taught history. And it's such a bummer. It's like so lame. So. Right. And- or, or just like movies now, like, it's like, oh, okay. Now it's coming out. Hidden figure. Actually, three black female scientists that were behind all of the man landing on the moon that we just didn't talk about because they were black and they were women. Right. Now, like it's just kind of like, oh my God. But it's like, you know, like I know like I'm an old you know, I'm not old, but I'm an older woman of forty five. Like I know what that's like and especially from being Latino, you know, machismo. Um it was um it was very much that it's like you kind of like as a woman, like you serve, serve the man. Yeah yeah you know and and it's like so that is still like I mean I love all these young girls and I love that they're woke and they ain't putting up with crap anymore right but it's just like like for me like I really um wanted to push myself I I have to push myself Mm -hmm. you know what I mean to be that way that's not a natural form for me because I didn't grow up like that and I know that there's I am so grateful for all of these young ladies that are just going to take our world by storm. And like, you know what I mean? Like I push myself to be that way every day. Yeah. It's interesting because I feel like I've always had, and I hate the words feminine masculine because I just, I don't know. I don't know what else to say, but I feel like I've always had kind of a masculine um, presence in the sense that, but I'm also enjoy doing domestic things. Right. Totally. Um, But it's like, so when, like, so when Kevin and I first got married, I said, I will cook all the time. And I love to cook. Right. So that wasn't like, I wasn't like giving anything up. I was like, I will cook all the time because I love it and I'm good at it and it's awesome and it makes me feel good, but I will not do all the dishes. That's your job. And he was like, absolutely. Right. And so that's his job. And then when but like doing things like laundry and all these other different things. Like I used to do his laundry because I was at home and he was out, out. He was, I was working in the home and he was working outside of it. And it just was easy for me to throw it in and whatever. And then he stopped like putting it away. And I was like, no, bro, like it's all on you now. So it's so funny because we've always been cheered on and praised when we've taken care of other people and not as praised when we do things that men are doing. Right. So, um, I had that, right. The sound healing session last week and it totally came up in that. And a really good point was, um, and she told me to do this. So ladies, chicas and chicos, I don't care who you are. Um, because you know, everyone can be treated this way when you're doing the things that you are great at, when you're doing the things that make you happy, celebrate them like they are a home run. Yes. Celebrate them like you're at bat and everybody's cheering you on because everybody loves a baseball game or whatever. But growing up, my brother played baseball. That's what he got. Oh, you're great. Like he was, he was a really great player and he loved it. And he got praised all the time for that. And I got praised for taking care of people, right? Imagine if I would have been praised for being a good dancer. Like, you know what I mean? Like just, it's just funny because- so many times when men do something like 
something wonderful, right? Like uh, pass a bill for people. How many women are out there passing bills? How many women aren't even able to get into pass bills? Like how many women are, you know, waiting or trying to forge like a new path? And so when we talk about Women's History Month, I don't, I don't know exactly what to talk about, but I, I love that you are bringing up that there are fierce women out there that aren't putting up with crap and are going to, you know, are trailblazing. Um, but I hope that within the next five to 10 years, there are many, many more stories of the past and the recent and, you know, long ago that enter in, into history books in elementary, junior and high school. Yes. And, and and it just may be like, I mean, it just may be a woman like this is just it's a separate course because, you know, I just I don't I don't think it's out there. Like I'm I'm just seeing books now for girls um, uh, that are, are around women with, you know, Emily Earhart, you know, the, you know, Amelia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Amelia. Thank you. Um, and, um, you know, first woman who, uh, you know, flew to, you know, was in, you know, flew planes and, you know what I mean? There's just so many amazing, uh, so many amazing women out there who did it with times are even harder than ours. Yeah. And the bummer is we have to be as women, we have to be detectives. We have to find those stories, right? We have to be journalists. Like we have to uncover them and, you know, maybe that's a cool thing that you and I should try to do is like to uncover one, just within our family, our friends, right? One story of, of a success of a woman that people don't know about. So, right. Right. So like, I'll, I'll give a, I'll give an example. My uh, grandmother on my, on my dad's side, my um, paternal grandmother, um, she didn't like us to call her grandma. So, because she was said she was too young to be a grandma. So she made up a name for herself and her name was Bonnie. <laughs> and, and she um she and my grandfather got married because they uh, you know danced together and had chemistry had two kids and then got divorced and she took my aunt and my grandpa took my dad so my dad did not grow up in the same house with her ever really in his life and like a past age of two um which is a blessing and a curse so um she went on, raised Yvonne, my aunt, and, you know, worked, didn't want to do, she wasn't a very maternal person. She wasn't a very domestic person. Um, she like, you know, she, she held a clean house and things like that, but she just wasn't like, and she loved to cook, but it was more gourmet. Like she just, she just was her own person, which I completely respect. And at the time that she was her own person, you know, she was born, what, 19, I think 1920. We'll never know because she lied to us about her age her whole life. Like we still kind of don't know. <laughs> I have a family heirloom um, with a date of her birth on it. And it's not the date that she told us. It's like years later. And I think she, and she, I don't think she was born on New Year's Eve, but she said she was because she liked to celebrate. So that was the kind of woman, like, right? <laughs> like that's right. Kind of woman exactly. Talking about. Exactly. And, and if we were talking about a man like that, we'd be like, that's hilarious. But when we talk about a woman, we're like, she's crazy, right? So she ended up later in her life becoming very, very successful. She was the only female in advertising for a radio station called K-Day, which when we grew up was rap. But before that was um, just a general radio station, and <laughs> yeah. right, He's which I love. That it ended up being K-Day rap station. If anybody in LA is out there, you remember K-Day. 
Um, but she sold for them and then she went to real estate and sold real estate and became very, very successful. Um, and she ended up owning, uh, like strip malls with this company called the Irvine company, which is whether you like them or not, um, owns all of orange County. And she didn't get paid by them. And she ended up taking them to court and she won. And to this day, I know of nobody who has ever won a case against the Irvine company. So I'm always so proud of her perseverance and her kind of just attitude. Right. And, and she was a harsh grandma. Like she was not, her and I became very close later in life because I, I knew how to, you know, set up my boundaries with her. But, um, and I, and I loved her very, very much and, and spent a lot of time with her, especially in the years, the last 10 years of her life. Um, but she was hard. <laughs> she was hard yeah. to be around. And, um, and I still, and I completely respect all that she did. And it's funny because even now when my dad talks about family stories, he doesn't mention her success stories, right? Like quite as often as he mentions his dad's part of that's because he lived with his dad. Part of that was because that's what people do. We all talk about the guys in the room, right? And not right. exactly what the women are doing. Yes. And and like I said, I mean, like I fully grew up in a home that it was just like, daddy is going to work. And so we make him breakfast. We clean up after him. He comes home from work. You know, he gets his downtime. We make him dinner. We clean up after him. Like it, right. it was a, a, so much more of a servant mentality. Totally. You know what I mean? And, and could my dad, could my dad, had, could he have worked in where he worked, created that level of success for himself, which, you know what I mean, was, you know, moving up within the department. Had he not had a servant minded female <laughs> and children in the house, like, but that was, right. like, that was the norm. You yeah. know, this is the 70s and 80s. And yeah. that's why women started getting divorced in the 80s. And they, were <laughs> totally. like, oh, they, were like, they were like, wait a minute, you can have a job and you don't need to serve this person? I am out of here. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. And that's it's a so whole funny. Other episode. Oh, no, that is that. for sure. That's a divorce episode. Um, but it's funny because my mom, right? My dad totally wouldn't have been as successful without my mom. Like, there's no way. Like, and vice versa, right? Like, you know, it worked, it worked both ways in their relationship, but, but he was the shining star. He got all the attention, you know, yes. not very many people know my mom was a realtor for almost 35 years and did very well. Like yes. you, pro you might not know that, you know what I mean? Like, but you know that my dad was a CEO and that kind of stuff. So, um, I think, I think just in our own daily routines, we at the like, I think it's probably women over 30, right? I think the ones yeah. growing up a little bit younger are more um, inclined to do this already just naturally, but that we chime in when we hear a man's story, you know, we throw in a woman's, a female story, right. Or a women's story or whatever. Um, and we just try to be as inclusive with these stories and sharing them as we possibly can, you know? Right. And, and like I said, not to take away. Not at all. Yeah. Yeah. What, how, how, how did that man's life look to achieve these Right. And I've always want to know that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I want to know the background. I want to know the children's roles and the parental roles and the friends. I want to know the community roles behind that successful person. So if you talk about, right, I love that Bill and Melinda Gates, right. They are all, they're often said in the same sentence, right. They're said in the same breath and aren't they're getting divorced or got divorced or something. Did yes. they? I don't even know. Yeah, okay. Yeah. 
Like it took her a while, maybe. And then she was like, what the hell's going on? I don't know what happened in the relationship. I don't keep up on that kind of stuff, obviously. But I loved at least being able to see a little bit of both sides of that. Kind of like the Michelle and Barack Obama, I think as a couple in the White House that we saw more of her and what she accomplished in her own life than we have with the the ones that came before her. And I, I could yeah. be wrong, but that that maybe that's that's just my opinion. That's how I feel. And I really, really liked that. Right. And um, like I said, I mean, they have two young daughters, you know, Michelle went on to, you know, um, be a lot of, a you know, people's, you know, first lady and, um, you know, whether it was, you know, being on TV shows or writing books or something like that. And, and I just think that that, that role is, is so important. And, and whether it is that, um, you know, now, like I said, I mean, now there's women who are having babies and they're going back to work and the husband's staying home with the kids. Sure. Yeah. Like, Which I, mean, I love too. I have a, I, it's so funny. I have a couple friends from high school that are stay-at-home dads. One of them, and I love how like before people like never call dads, stay at home dads, right? They just, you know, but my friend Kip Winkler, who is, was this huge football player, like such a jerk. He would, or he was fine to me, but he would order like a large pizza and eat it in front of everybody. Like just this guy, just Kip. And he yeah. was massive. He was like six, six or something. Um, and he's a stay at home dad and his wife's a lawyer. And I freaking love it. Like when I heard that, I was like, I love it. Like that makes yeah. me so happy. <laughs> right. Exactly. I, and it's just what do what are those gender roles you know are there women playing on sports teams now is there a female coach like right what, you know what I mean? officiants in the nfl right. yep right exactly is there a female? like all of these yeah instead of looking you know that one that comes to mind is the um owner of the angels uh, baseball team not only not only is she female but she's also um asian um and, um, and just like for women, I think that a lot of things for us that happens that, um, that we kind of like, oh, uh, she was, you know, whatever, like, you know, she just was so masculine or she was this or, um, you women know. in power tend to be, um, put down and say they want to be men which is like the stupidest thing ever it is the stupidest thing the stupidest thing ever <laughs> and, so um, and and <laughs> so that's where I just think that it is it is um okay and I looked up the owner of the Angels baseball team and it's a guy named Artur- Arturo Moreno she might be she is maybe she's a coach or oh, okay so anyway so I'll, I'll get that correct I apologize yeah we're kind of doing that's this- okay we're yeah. doing this fly, on the fly, on the fly, yes. people, off the fly. Yes, I don't but know. But I will, <laughs> um, I will, uh, I will get the information. Oh, here it is. So I looked up female with angels baseball team and it came up with a bunch of cute girls in pink hats. And I'm like, that's so typical, right? <laughs> right. Not that yeah, there's like, anything here. wrong with women in pink hats, but come on, come on, right. Google. <laughs> exactly. It's kind of like this is the standard. And look, we we get it. Like we get it. We were we were the children in those decades that experienced this. Right. Well, and the funny thing is, and I don't know if if your house was like this. Um, so there was a woman, I don't know her last name, her name was Georgia, and she owned the LA Ram, uh, the, the Rams when they were at Anaheim. 
And my family had um, season tickets and they went, my parents took clients and went to the games all the time. And I just remember my mom complaining about Georgia all the time. And she tends to do that. She puts women down. She does that. She puts women down in positions. And yeah. it's so frustrating. And I'm, I'm, I know that I realized it maybe about high school. I was like, what is happening? Like, why is she putting down all these women? And she doesn't seem to do the same for men. Um, but what does that do to your mentality when you grow up with that on a daily basis? Yeah. You know, yeah. like you're talking about, right? Like, and I don't know if how your mom spoke about other women and your mom did end up getting divorced and didn't, you know, was no longer a servant. To your dad. Yes, but, exactly. Exactly. How does that impact, you know, what, what we think about ourselves and, right. and how we put that out to the world, you know, without even knowing it. Right. Right. And so let me, let me correct oh, so sure. November 16th, 2020 Kim, and then her last name is NG. So I don't want to murder that. So I'm going to say is <laughs> the Miami Marlins first general manager and may first female general awesome. manager major league baseball so i just screwed up the team completely that's okay that's great no i'm glad i wanted to hear her name i wanted us to say her name right so and we still can't say her name because we're inadequate (laughs) right exactly kimberly this was not pounded into our heads millions and millions of times and it should be when someone does take something like this it should be like all over that that it's just it's second nature to us but right um my mom i always say that she she was amazing um, she had a whole the hell of a lot to deal with. Um, but yeah, I mean, I would kind of say like the same, the same things in regards to, um, I think because we came from the Jehovah's Witness cult, it was like, she was automatically excommunicated and we were kind of all looked at as like mm-hmm. the, the children, uh, the, you know, devil spawn because we right. left. <laughs> Such a, so I love that oh, she did that. Oh my god! Um, but I love I love religions that are so um, exclusive. It's fantastic. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> we'll we'll have a uh, we'll have a Jehovah's Witness, uh, you know, twelve uh, step recovery uh, episode one of these days for sure. Right. And Catholic, I, I'll do I'll do the Catholicism side of it. You do the Jehovah yeah. side. Yeah. <laughs> religion scars <laughs> yeah chicas leave religion yeah yeah right? exactly um so yeah but yes it was very much around like it's like if you were to be a woman in a man's world you had to be like micromanaging over dominating mm-hmm. oh for know, sure and and so she initially went into um real estate but then she ended up leaving and going to nursing which is primarily more of a, of a female led field, because Mm -hmm. if you were to go, you know, in the eighties, it was like normal to be sexually harassed. Like that's just, that's part of the job. Right. It's your fault for being attractive. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry we shouldn't laugh at these things, but it's just, it's so so crazy (laughs) to think about now. We're just laughing at the absurd, absurdity of life. So, right. Or, or your female bosses were just like so in your face and just well, like they, they had to be masculine in order to play to play in the sandbox. Oh, my God. I've had most recently in the last decade had two of those. Oh, my God. Like, kill me now. And thank God I'm not underneath them any longer because that's exactly how they were. And they were the worst. They were the worst bosses. And I now have I had one really wonderful one at, at WW and she was amazing. She was older rad just awesome boss janet 
love you. And then my current boss is in her mid thirties and she is amazing. And I feel like she is on like the top end of that group of women, right? That, yeah. oh, she's just the best. She's such a great leader. And I, I never for a second thought, well, she's younger than me. Like, what's she going to teach me? I hate that mentality because I'm totally. like, oh my God, what isn't she going to teach me? You know what I mean? Yes. I, I completely agree. I think like, like kind of like when we were younger and that was one of the things that like attracted me to you is that you were so like confident and like self-assured and just like, yeah, no, we're not going to put up with that. Like, <laughs> right. But then at the same time, you were totally open to other perspectives and other people and other, you know, religions or cultures or whatever. Like you just were like this super open person, but yet at the same time, you always stood really strong in for yourself. And-, and it's so funny because that's exactly what I liked about you. And it's so much so, <laughs> right? Isn't it funny? Like I remember, oh my God, I still, and I know I've said it on one of the pod- episodes, but when we were at some bar and some guy came up after we got our drinks and you said, no, get away, you wait until we're done drinking and then you go get us a drink and then you come back and talk to us. And I was like, holy crap. <laughs> And this was our first drink. This was not like sassy tequila Des. This was Des with, I think we were drinking blue Hawaiians for some god awful reason. And, <laughs> and you just were like, no, not today, right? Like- yeah, not today, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was so good. Yeah. Oh, I still love that. When I worked at the Reader. Do you remember I worked at the Reader? Yes, I do. Yeah. <laughs> San Diego, which- shout out. Woo! Shout out San Diego Reader and Dick's Last Resort, which is no longer around, but <laughs> the best job ever because you got to be mean to people and they loved it. Oh, such a bummer. That's my, still my favorite job. <laughs> exactly. Still your favorite job of all time. <laughs> still my favorite job of all time. This yes. one's a close second and then my nonprofit, but still Dick's was just fun. Well, and yeah. so we so, obviously went on, you know, we're going off on tangents off of women and empowerment and those kinds of things and what we're learning in our own homes and what we're sharing with the world. Right. So yes. do you does have any um, ideas or stories that you want to kind of like end the episode with as far as, because you were the one that was like spearheading the women's history month. Like, do you have anything specific or do you just want to, you know, we can talk about whatever. Well, and we'll just kind of keep this one short. But the, um, you know, one of my just like OG just always thought that she was just the most incredible woman in the world is Miss Frida and um, a whole, she was an artist in the 1900s city with Diego Riviera and the, like a badass artist, but she was crippled and like should have died and instead stayed in her bed and painted and made figurines. She, um, you know, ended up having a tumultuous relationship on and off again with another amazing artist in Mexico City. Um, And then one of the most badass things I think about her, and especially for this time, is um, so Leon Trotsky was a Ukrainian-Russian Marxist revolutionary. So what that means is, first of all, thoughts and prayers out to Ukraine and just whatever's going on with Russia is, I mean, it's mind blowing, but it's like this stuff has been going on since the 1900s. Like literally the Soviet union got created in the early 1900s and Trotsky escaped to Siberia, then London, then Spain. 
And then both Frida and uh, Diego Riviera got him to come to Mexico City so that he could live freely. Mm. And, and, um, and it was just like, you know, these were artists, mm-hmm. uh, but they were also seeing what was going on in the world and how the Soviet Union was, you know, taking over Ukraine, very similar to what's going on now, trying to kind of create this, you know, USSR, you know, type of um, place, which we remember the Cold War from the 80s. Um, and, Barely. Um, <clears throat> history class. I don't know, yeah, history class. <laughs> So anyways, so they had no reason to get involved, but they wanted to get involved. And she was very much one of the people that spearheaded that this is not okay what they're doing in Russia. And um, as uh, Trotsky continued to be kicked out of different countries, they brought him to Mexico City and he was eventually uh, assassinated, which is very sad. Um, but it, he, he still lives on as a revolutionary. Frida still lives on as a female revolutionary that made this happen. And like I said, Mexico, Russia, like, what do they have in common? Like, not very much like this wasn't like, but this was, I'm seeing what's going on in the world and I'm going to make a difference. And I, and I, we're going to talk about Mexico city. We're going to talk about travel this week as I'm updating posts. I'll be talking about some badass women that I think, um, but I, I just think the biggest thing is that is that's what women women have that I think is very different than men. And and there isn't an issue or a problem with it, but it's like it, it has something to do with our hormones of like along the lines of like when we see something that's going on that's wrong, we have to do something about it because it's just like, oh, my God, like the women and children, mm-hmm. the um you know what i mean oh my god the people losing their lives like this is this is not like we have something in our dna that doesn't just watch it on the news and this is probably why you don't watch the news. <laughs> right yeah you know, as as because it as doesn't pop- feel like my story and i don't feel like i am a, I, I don't feel like my energy sh- should be used in that way yes and, and I think for me, what it was, was it's my husband loves the news. So I'm watching the news, obviously, but it's like, I actually feel a physical need to do something Yeah. when I, when I see something like that. And that's, and that's what makes you special. That's what makes you unique. And, and whatever that is, like I said, it could be people are sending money to Ukrainians through by renting an Airbnb, knowing they're never going to stay there by buying stuff off of Etsy, knowing that they're never going to get that jewelry, but it's just trying to send money into that community. Um, you know, if you have friends or family in Europe that can, you know, host some of these people or take them in. I know, you know, in the last refugee crisis um, that we currently have some refugees at my son's school. Um, I actually spent part of my morning. That's why I was a little uh, later than normal uh, buying some clothes for some of the kids. You know, like, how can we help and support these people that are in these countries that are just under complete and total, um, you know, I mean, just awful, awful circumstances. And, um, you know, just, you know, grateful for who we are, the life that we live, but also how can we also help others improve their lives? Right. And we as women can be part of that history. And, you know, hopefully the stories will be told from here on out about situations like this and, and, and all the good things that women are doing. So absolutely, we, we just want to thank you guys for joining us today. Um, we and just- appreciate your listening. Remember we're here for you. Reach out, um, follow us, all that good stuff.
And yeah, cheers to saying a spicy and recognize, ladies. <laughs> yes, spicy and maybe not sweet this week. Screw it. Yeah, screw it. Sweet. You know, we don't need to be sweet sometimes. <laughs> but uh, but we'll chat with you next week. All right. Bye bye for now. Bye.